fantastic Tuesday. Yes, it's a Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Yes. It is not, in fact, Wagon Wednesday. It is, in fact, a Tuesday because um, it's on and off the field time, baby. Yeah. Season four, episode 29, total episode 149. One oh, away man. from you know, 150. 150. That's a fun number. It's a fun number. Should do something special next week. We should like, we should like bring in a cake or something. Or sounds... pie. Ooh. I'll say, what was the dessert that one last one? I think it was chocolate chip cookies won it overall. So I think we probably have to oh. do that, right? I think so. Maybe, maybe I can. Maybe I can have the wife bake, bake some up, and we can split them. We'll we'll celebrate 150 with a glass of cool milk and a cookie. <laughs> I can't see us going forward any other way than that. No, that's the best way to go. Hey, just so y'all know, you're listening to the award-winning podcast on and off the field with Durf and Dylan, brought to you by NSPN Next Gen Sports Media and the Partycast Network, where the party never ends. Horny's in here, chocolate chip cookie cake. Oh my god, does that exist? Is that a thing? If I if it if it does exist, I want it. I mean, that's basically a cookie cake. I no, I guess so. Chocolate chip cookie cake. <laughs> I overthought it. I was thinking like a, like a layered cake like that was stuffed. Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies, cookies on top of each other. Yeah, I mean, that's an option. That doesn't. That, I don't think that's a thing. I'm just stupid and <laughs> forgot that cookie cake existed. <laughs> okay, okay. So, as everybody knows, it's time to floss. If you're in here, I appreciate you being in here. If you're listening to this podcast on all of our podcasting platforms, I appreciate you. So make sure you're out there flossing recommended by 10 out of 10 podcasters everywhere. Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share to anything on and off the field related. Segment obviously brought to you by the one and only Stefan Diggs. Durf, how can they floss? Well, they can follow on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all by searching at OTF Podcast. You can like by hitting that thumbs up, leaving a heart reaction, or just telling us how you like the show by leaving a review on any of our pages or on Apple Podcasts. You can observe by watching us live every week at this time, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can, you can subscribe by clicking those subscribe buttons on Twitch and YouTube and making sure to ring the bell so that you get notified when we go live. And last but not least, make sure you, sh- make sure you share... Uh, by letting your friends and family know about us by sharing out the stream or any post that you like from our great content. It's a lot of S's in that statement. It is a lot of S's, and it, it checked me up a little bit there, not going to lie. It's a lot of S's. So we don't really have an off-the-field segment. We're like smack dab on time right now. We don't have an off-the-field segment this week. Our off-the-field segment is our guests because our guests are absolutely banging this week. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I this is I'm I was ex- so I'm so excited. You have no idea. I don't think anyone has any idea how excited <laughs> I was this entire week once we got these things like really ironed out. Whew. So it should be without introduction. But just in case those who don't know, our first guest is an absolute legend in the sports betting community. This man has made a community in the sports betting world. That is unrivaled. It's absolutely crazy what has been created by this man. And I am in awe. And I'm happy to be a part of it in the small fact in the small fraction that I am. But everyone, please put your hands together for Trent with Book It Sports. 
<laughs> Love it, man. How's it going, Jens? Thanks for having me on today. Thank you for yeah, making our, our time for us. Of course, always, always got time for this. Uh, love having you on the surgical streams daily. It's awesome. I love it. The interaction and uh, it's been great, man. I mean, it's I, I'm I'm just surprised I get on there, and it's like the first time I was ever on there, man. It was just electric being a part of it, and not even being a part of it, you just sit and chat and listen to everybody else. Part of the Discord that you have, absolutely just without a doubt the what even outside of just sports betting just communities in general one of the best communities i've ever seen <laughs> i appreciate that man it means a lot no, it's been a lot of fun growing it it's grown really fast over the last couple of months uh it's just been a pleasure to see how things have unfolded uh it's awesome so we'll, we definitely will talk a lot about where the origins of all that was but first and foremost we just need to know who who is trent where did you come from? What happened? Like, how'd you get into this? Where, like, where is this all coming from? That yeah. you just were like, you know what? Sports betting, book at sports. My, I, this is where it needed to go. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from Newport Beach, California. I grew up there, went to high school there, uh, born and raised there. And then I went to college at TCU uh, for four years from 2016 to 2020. And during that time, was when sports betting became legalized and a lot of my peers uh, were gambling on sports every day and that was really when i first was introduced to the concept of sports betting uh, when i was a freshman at tcu and then uh, it wasn't legal yet by that time we were still gambling illegally on offshore books uh, but then you know rumors started flying around that it was going to get legalized in the us and when it did in 2018 paspa was lifted by the government which allowed you know individual states to decide whether or not they're going to be legalizing gambling i just knew that this was going to be massive uh, to how we consume sports every day it was going to change everything and it was going to be like mainstream to bet on sports um and i saw an opportunity to just change the way that you know people do something in this space uh it's very intimidating it's very archaic a lot of people don't understand it but I just knew when it became legal, it was going to be huge. And so uh, when I was in college, going into my senior year, <clears throat> I had I have a very entrepreneurial mindset. My mom's an entrepreneur. My uh, other family members I've got are entrepreneurs. And I just wanted to create something. Uh, but I went to school at TCU for sports broadcasting. And my goal was to always, you know, have a job in sports you know, preferably in the in the booth doing broadcasting. Uh, so I majored in sports broadcasting there, minored in journalism. And the goal was to essentially work for, you know, the NBA, MLB, NFL, whatever I can get. I had internships during my time at college with the Cowboys, with Fox Sports Southwest, with the NFL Network. Uh, so I was on my way to, you know, kind of pursuing a dream of mine to work in sports. But getting into my senior year, uh, when betting became legalized, I just randomly one night, you know, my friend and I were both sweating out a Charlotte Hornets uh, Toronto Raptors game. And my friend lost a lot of units on uh, a full core buzzer beater by Jeremy Lamb. And his reaction was hilarious. And the first thing I did was pull out my phone and start recording it because I knew it would go viral. And I uh, I know that there were people out there who had the exact same reaction and lost money on this shot too. Uh, but I was like, you know, where could I post this where it was socially acceptable because betting was still 
hush hush you know you don't want to post that on your socials when you're looking for jobs you know you definitely don't want to associate yourself with that type of behavior but it was unfortunate because the video is so funny and my friend was like you know i made a separate twitter and instagram account just to post and follow sports betting related content and i was like you made separate accounts just to consume and post stuff about sports betting like how is there not a platform that allows you to do this uh, and, and connects this huge community of sports bettors that's growing bigger and bigger every day? How is there not anything out there like it? Because I got tired of going through Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever platform to get gambling content. You got to filter through so much shit. And I was like, this is just not a very convenient way to get the knowledge you need before you place a bet. And uh, so I did some research looked what was on the market uh, in regards to a social media platform catered just to sports bettors. And there was nothing. There was the action network. There's your classic, you know, sites that give you edges and stuff, but there was nothing that allowed you to consume and interact with others uh, about one topic. And that was betting. And so I did some validation for my peers. I was like, Hey, would you use a social media platform for sport sports betting? If there was one, and I took surveys across campus, you know, online, and I validated that there is a need for this product. So I started a Kickstarter campaign and started raising funds, donations to get the wheels moving on development. And I raised $20,000 on my own through the Kickstarter. But then once I got the 20000 they actually kicked me off the platform, gave everyone their money back because they don't support gambling on Kickstarter, even though I had gotten it approved by them so that was a, my first of many punches in the face during this journey uh so everyone got their money back and i was basically at square one uh but i just knew the idea was too good to pass up and i knew if i didn't act on it someone else would and i would never be able to live knowing that i could have been the founder of that and so started pursuing investors and finally got the first domino to fall got my first investment of like fifty thousand uh to start building the app and uh and getting development going there and as i was doing that uh started just making my my presence known in the space i was very active on linkedin and uh and i wasn't even booking with trent yet by this point i'm just focusing on building the business and uh from there started getting some more interest from investors uh and closed actually closed a quarter million dollar investment round and actually moved uh from graduation at TCU moved straight to Reno, Nevada, which is where the investors were uh, that that believed in me and, and believed in the vision and gave me a chance. And it was an accelerator <clears throat> program. So we were there for a full year uh, going through this program on how to build a business. It's basically a mentorship with funding. That's what I was doing for the first year. Still not even booking with Trent by this point. Um, but we went through the program. It was a terrific experience. It was exactly what we needed where we were at. Uh, the two co-founders I've got with me here, um, I found them, you know, Dave, Big Dave, he's a former TCU football player. He's an offensive lineman, and, and we met at TCU. Uh, and then my, my other co-founder, Nick Yale, we actually met at a pitch competition at last year's Pro Bowl or two Pro Bowls ago. Um, and so it was just weird, you know, coming together, us three, we all just shared the same vision. Uh, and I know that they shared the same passion for it as well as as I do. So I got them on board and we moved to Reno, got that quarter million dollar investment, started building the app even more, launched it in November of 2020. 
And that was really the start of Book It Sports. Um, and then from there, I know I'm kind of going on rambling here, but it really does cover everything. We um, love it. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is actually what I was looking for, the origin yeah, story. This is everything. very long. Uh, so from there, from Reno, uh, our program, we finished it. And we were ready for the next move. Uh, we got a pretty solid community of like 25,000 people on the Book It Sports app interacting and, and consuming content on there as well as tracking their plays. But we were ready for the next step. Uh, and so we were ready to raise some more funding to enhance the app, make it 10 times better, and basically add features that we know we all need in sports betting. Uh, and so basically we packed our bags from Reno and moved to Las Vegas here uh, in what, November, December of 2021. So just a couple months ago. Uh, and But before we moved here, um, I really wanted to step down as CEO and bring on someone else who was more qualified because I just had this feeling that you know, I'm I'm a content creator. I'm good at this stuff, and I feel like I need to take advantage of it and be the creator that I know I can be, rather than mentor or being the dictator of of the whole entire company. Uh, I would rather bring on someone else who actually knows what they're doing, went to school for this, uh, and is you know a lot smarter than me. Where I can, you know, focus on being myself, growing the brand, connecting the community. And so I created you know new accounts one day, one random day, made book it with Trent sounded like a good name feel like it would stick uh and ever since then you know nothing's been the same uh, i started making some videos a couple of them went viral had no idea that uh you know that would happen but it did and uh and, and haven't looked back ever since so now we're in las vegas uh we're building not only the the app but just the community as a whole on you know dozens of different platforms discord twitter instagram TikTok, you name it uh, we're all over the place. Uh, Twitch, of course, the surgical streams that's emerged over the last three months. It's been crazy. It's like a lot of overwhelming support from the community of sports betters. And it just goes to show the lack of community in this industry, the dryness of the content in the space. People are just excited for something new. And that's what we bring to the table. You know, a younger perspective on sports betting that's not just the traditional you know, content that we've been seeing for the last, you know, decade in sports betting. It's something new. And that's why I feel like people really resonate well with it. Uh, but but that's the story of Book It with Trent and Trent Atia and Book It Sports as a whole. That's the whole story. That's the whole bang. <laughs> and it's a great one. I mean, <laughs> and, and I think you nailed it. There's no community. And it, when I first entered it, entered, because I'm from New York and they just legalized it recently. And right before they legalized it, I was kind of doing what you were doing on some offshore stuff. Yep. And what I just saw a lot of, you know, you got to pay for my picks or, yep. you know, it just seemed a whole lot of we're all fighting against each other to win almost. Exactly. There's no community of like, we want to take down the books together. Like, exactly. Like, we the people. And that's kind of what you, that, that's what you've done. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Uh, you know, the surgical streams was actually just a random we had no intentions for this to actually be a thing uh it was just i was always on live on tiktok uh sweating games out wasn't even pulling people up or anything and then they came out with that feature to bring people in and i was like oh word okay and so started bringing some people in who were begging me because they had an absolute lock you know so i'd bring them in and and then more people request more people request and then i started getting consistent with it with the time of the day when i would go live and start pulling people in and hear picks and then it became a staple in everyone's day and then i was like okay this is becoming a lot larger than i was expecting you know i was averaging like a thousand viewers on tiktok which was a lot and uh 
I was just like, you know, I feel like TikTok is just not supported of what we're trying to do with the stream. You know, I feel like maybe if I tried Twitch, I have no idea how to work Twitch. I've never been on Twitch, but people are telling me to get on Twitch. So I got on Twitch and, uh, oh, it's been night and day, the experience on there and how we, you know, have a production behind the surgical streams. And honestly, it's like my favorite part of the day because I'm going to be throwing bets every day, but I want to know what everyone else is on first. And so I'm kind of just like, you know, a mascot for the public, you know, your average Joe sports better who just wants the winners, you know, and, and that's why I think people, you know, really resonate with the content I produce because it's not an act. I'm literally the same person as I am on camera as I am off the camera. I think that shines through. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a very genuine stream. I mean, it, the, the personality that's on there between everybody. Yeah. It's just so, it, it does, there's no fakeness going around. It's just a great time. Yep. Uh, so now that we got that, I need to know what was the, the best moment of your betting career, the biggest hit, like the one bet that you made might, may not even been the biggest hit, just like the one hit that's just like, and you never forget it. Oh, I'll never, ever, ever forget. I have several, but this one is just the, the best one by far. When the lions money line actually smacked the first week they won this year against the Vikings. And it came from. It wasn't even my pick. I, I I had posted a pick and said if it if this didn't hit, I'll do whatever the top comment says. And it was like Brooklyn Nets minus seven. They won by five. So I had to do whatever the top comment on the TikTok said, which was put a thousand dollars on the Lions money line this week. And I was not gonna not do it because I said I would and I'm a man of my word. So I was like, you know what? I kind of like the spot here for the Lions. I mean, they're at home. It's against uh, the Vikings. The Vikings are known to just sell on the road. Uh, and I was like, I'm kind of down. I'll do it. And so I did it and was just hyping it up all week. And then we get to the game and the Lions were destroying in the first half. It was like 20 to 3 or something. And I'm going nuts. I'm feeling great about it. And then, of course, the Lions do what the Lions do best. And they got to sweat it out the rest of the way. Did. They start selling, man. It was <laughs> such a sweat. And it came, it, it was the most electric ending, too, with no time on the clock. Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that moment. I was, I don't know if you saw the video, but uh, it was, it was actually one of my best performing videos because it was just so hype. Uh, but it had like a couple million views on TikTok. And, I was bouncing off the walls. It was electric. I, I definitely probably saw it, but I got to go back and watch it. Because <laughs> the Lions, and just even if you don't have money on it, just the Lions winning in general, I think oh. it gives everyone like a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, so there's there's the best, there's the best uh, to pick here, but um, what about the, the worst? Has there ever been a team that's kind of sold out on you that maybe it gives you a little hesitation you know down the road but oh I, the, 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 oh my god the ever going list man never it never stops <laughs> at this point almost i feel like i've almost banned half the nhl uh and half the freaking colleges that play college basketball these days <laughs> uh but the worst beat huh um well, I know some. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. So it's the this is the worst worst beat I've ever had to this day. Even uh, I was not. I was in college. This was before book it days. 
Uh, I was throwing $25 Hail Mary parlays to win like eight grand. And uh, there's like my favorite thing to do. And, and I threw a nine teamer. <clears throat> and the last leg was the Canucks money line. And obviously, I really don't expect these to hit. But one night, it was like parents weekend at TCU. And we're at the bar with all the parents having a grand old time. And I had placed an eight team or early, nine team earlier that day. Uh, we're at the bar and I realized, holy shit, this eight, nine teamer is, is eight of nine. And there's the last leg fucking Canucks money line. And so I'm telling everyone at the bar and uh, look at the Canucks score. It's five to one Canucks. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm like no way. And I'm like buying rounds of drinks for everyone at the bar. I'm throwing my credit card around as if I am. I'm already locking in this 8K. And then I check my phone at five two. Oh fuck! Ah uh, no, no way. There's no way. It's five two. We're going into this uh, to the third period. It's an absolute lock. We get to the we get to the third period. Quick five three. I'm like, could you imagine, man? Like no way, no way. And we get inside five minutes. Five four. At this point, I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, I'm outside. At this point, my credit card is just being swiped. I'm outside, and I'm like please don't do this right now please don't do this right now there's 30 seconds left what do you know it's five fucking five we go to overtime i'm like are you kidding me and it's against the capitals too and so we go to overtime i'm literally on the edge of my seat like just shaking i we didn't get any goals in overtime we go to shootouts at this point i already knew i was fucked because it's the capitals they got ovechkin they got OG, and they oh dude and of course capitals win in the fucking shootouts and I lost the $8,000, and it was absolutely the worst pain in sports betting, even to this day, I have felt. It was horrible, horrible. So I hate the Canucks. That's where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that vibe pretty often that from, from the stream. Whenever yeah, the Canucks yeah. get brought up, you just there's like a slight like, like a twitch in your eye or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Literally, dude. I, it gives me PTSD whenever, and whenever I've got action on a Canucks game, which I try not to. Jeez. They, they, got, they got the Yotes tonight. Bro. Uh, <laughs> dude, stay the staying away, away from that. <laughs> Two of the worst teams that I can't pick a I can't pick a vibe from either one of those teams this year. No. It's a disaster. Regardless, they're stealing your coins. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so what? Um, so you, you, you know. Obviously, you know New York is kind of getting into that new new realm of sports betting publicly. Um, do you have any kind of words of wisdom, you know, maybe to pass on? Obviously, they can always, you know, get on uh, the Book It Sports app and they can follow you. Um, but you know, maybe the people out there that are watching the show tonight or you know listening to it later, maybe that are interested in getting started in sports betting and maybe you know, you know, just letting them know that you know what to expect would you know do it for the right reason um and um you know we hear a lot i've heard it a lot lately um but you know maybe just how you know addictive this really can be and you know being able to know your limits i think is a, a big thing absolutely absolutely i don't care who you know or you know what insights you have there is no such thing as a lock there is absolutely nothing there is nothing worth deploying your entire bankroll on uh, that's, that's something I had to learn very quickly. Also, what's so important that I've learned as a sports better is no matter how much you're up, you should not 
up your unit size. You got to stay true to your unit size because once you get greedy, you're giving it all right back. Trust me, I literally did it this weekend and it's the worst. <laughs> I was trying to get greedy and double down on ladies, women hockey and uh, ended up my guy, my NHL guy, uh, Fruity, who's absolutely robotic with his NHL picks. Dude, it's just sharp. Uh, you know, even he's going to lose one every now and then. And, uh, and, you know, so I don't care who you know, who tells you what. There's no such thing as a lock. Make sure to stay true to your bankroll side or your unit size and always, you know, manage your bankroll. I know it's always like something I shit on being a degenerate, like fuck the sharps, you know, fuck bankroll management, whatever. But it's very important because if you don't, you, you're going to end up in a bad spot. So you got to be smart, make smart decisions just like you would, you know, investing in stocks or really how you spend your money every day. Uh, you just got to be disciplined. It's very important. Yeah, I think uh, at least the entire book at sports community learned a valuable lesson this past weekend. Oh, from, my God. From what I could tell. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it it's crazy. Not- our our NHL sharp went like 13 and two and somehow the whole community is still down money because we absolutely nuked the two games that uh, he ended up losing. So we got to be better than that guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good, it, you got to take those hits at least once in your career to realize. Oh yeah. I've taken okay, plenty, we, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we just learned today on the surgical stream and via Twitter that you're going to the Super Bowl. Yes, dude. I was so hyped. I found out earlier today uh, before the stream. I was so pumped up. Uh, super, super excited. So I'm partnered with Game Day, uh, which is a new content brand in sports betting that's focusing on you know bringing these in-person experiences in sports betting to the actual venue uh, and just making great content out of it. And so I did my first one at the NHL All-Star Game this past weekend which was very electric, uh, really, really fun. Looked 10 times more fun than whatever the hell they were doing at the Pro Bowl over there. It looked so boring. Uh, but the NHL All-Star Game was actually lit. Uh, had a great time around around the stadium, you know, talking to fans uh, of, the, of hockey as well as people who knew my content. It was a lot of fun. And so we're doing the same thing at the Super Bowl. It's always been a dream of mine to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, so I cannot be more thrilled to be going to my own hometown from California. So uh, it's going to be electric. The perfect year to go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The Pro Bowl was so boring that they actually arrested one of the players afterwards. <laughs> for just... Hey, but you were you were spot on with the AFC. You made a lot of people some money with that pick. I hope some. I, some people said they tailed it. I, I, I would be willing to bet most people sat that out because you never know what's going to go on in those kind of games. No, you know, you All-star games, Pro Bowls. Who no. knows? The MLB All-Star Game is like really the only one that you should have any money on. But even then, that, I like, like the home run derby too. Like those ones, you can normally predict those and those guys usually try. Yeah. No, know? there's good value in some like sleepers too that come out and win it. Yeah. I can't wait for baseball, dude. Oh, my God. This <laughs> this lockout has got me like shaking right now. I know, dude. I'm praying no it. bullshit. They were supposed. I, I saw something that said these pitchers and catchers are supposed to report in like less than a month now, but that's not going to happen. Dude, figure it out, guys. Come on, figure it out, please. Figure it out, please. So, uh, with the Super Bowl, since you're going to be there, uh, I, I don't want you to have a bad time, okay? So, I, I'm gonna. I, I I don't know if you already locked it in, but I'm trying to convince you. You're there to root for the Rams. You you want the Rams to win. Is there any way we can talk you out of that? 
No, no, there's not. There's really not. I've already, I've already deployed the units on it. I've already got a unit on Aaron Donald to win MVP. I've already got a unit to have Odell Beckham Jr. score the first touchdown. Oh, I'm all in. I'm all in. There's, I, there's no way I can get talked off the Rams. I, Bengals are legit. You know, they, they do frighten me. I think it's going to be an absolutely great game. You know, Joe Burrow's an absolute beast. All the respect to them, but I. Ever since you know, I didn't have a team growing up in the NFL, and then when the Rams came to Los Angeles in what, like 2016, was it? Uh, I embraced them, and you know, wanted to be a fan of an NFL team. I was strictly an NFL fantasy slash sports better, but now that I have a team to root for, uh, you know, I've, I've been wanting them to get to the Super Bowl, and they finally got here in their own stadium. Uh, so I'm all in. Sorry, gents, but I think it's going to be an absolutely great game. I think the spread is sketch. I could totally see this being a three a three point game, uh, and the spread's what four and a half. So I think that's sketch. But I'm just nuking the money line on the Rams and taking the juice and uh, praying it hits. <laughs> this could easily just be another Evan McPherson game winning field goal away. So yeah, definitely the four and a half is weird. Yeah, yeah no, it's so but, uh, sketch. So sketch. I could, I mean, I haven't locked anything in yet because I'm one of those guys that likes to wait virtually right before to, to put anything on any games. It's it's just, I could see this going both ways, though. I no, can I see too. Joe Burrow getting sacked a billion times and yep. it turns into like a, a Seattle Denver Super Bowl where it's yeah, like 43 oh, I'd be to so 8. Pissed. I'd be so pissed. What was the final of that one? 43 to 8. Oh my God. Imagine, Nobody spending, wants that. imagine spending all that money as a, who lost that, that one? Was that? Oh, yeah, that was Denver. That was Denver getting absolutely obliterated by Seattle's Legion of Boom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That was my first uh big moment in sports. Like oh, sports man. watching. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys are diehard Seattle guys. Yeah, we got we got Durf over here for the Bills. He had to I don't know how much you lived through your four Super Bowl losses in a row, but I was an infant then, so I didn't didn't really catch much of it. It's been a long <laughs> road back to where they are now. Right. Oh man. Now they've I'm, got I'm, some promising uh they got a promising future as well. You guys should be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna be talking to a, a Chiefs guy here a little bit in a little bit. Uh so we'll be able to break down what happened to the Bills and Chiefs both yeah. in overtime <laughs> just in this playoff series. It's been a wild these playoffs. That oh, was yeah. an electric, electric finish. Unreal. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I guess we can ask you this yeah. question real quick. I guess the last question is while we talked about it oh what's your opinion on the ot rules here where where do you stand on the side of the fence because it's funny that we saw it happen both ways the chiefs won the coin toss and they won the game but then they won the coin toss and lost the game so we literally saw both what's what side of the fence you lean in i i mean the way it was before like when in the early 2000s i always thought that was the stupidest shit even you could kick a field goal and win the game on the first possession, the stupidest thing ever. Uh, I think they got it much better with the way they have now. It is unfortunate that you know you can end the game without even having the best player on the field step on. I think that is kind of dumb, but I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm kind of for it. I think it makes sense. You know, if if you lose the coin toss, you got Your defense has got to step up and make a play, and then you go win the game. I don't know. What do you what are you guys' opinions? I, I think I'm, I'm full yeah. full heartedly towards both teams gotta touch the ball. Gotta touch the ball. But I'm not on the side of 
Like we have our whole entire, we went through this, I think last week or two weeks ago about what we want to see for overtime rules. We don't mm-hmm. want to see it go back and forth for an hour. You know, we don't want yeah, to see no. just, you know, you just keep scoring touchdowns. Right. Both teams get to touch the ball. And if both of them score touchdowns, then you go into basically a college style, like even like XFL style, like a two, two point conversion yeah. off. You just, you just go out there and try and score two points. You don't make it. All right. Other team goes out there, yeah. tries. Cause then it's fast. And then it's like, I guess it'd be closer to shootout style in hockey kind of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that would be electric. I think that makes sense too. I mean, it's works in college. It makes all the sense. I mean, sometimes you get nine overtimes, but I don't know. It gives both teams a chance. So, I mean, I'm right. in favor of that. I'm in favor of that. Either that or each team just sends out a gladiator at the end and they stand in the middle of the field and like fist fight and whoever comes out on top there. That was my other idea. That's probably not going to get approved though. But I, I don't remember what Durf said for his OT rules. Uh, oh, I think I was just playing, just play the 10 minutes full out. You know, most points scored in the quarter, the OT wins kind of thing. So um, that would be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Kind of similar to. Uh, what is it? What is M- NBA is like that? You know, they just play the whole yeah, play basically the whole quarter, yeah. and you know whoever whoever's winning at the end is is done. So I think that's a I think it's a good option, especially when you have a high powered offenses. You know the way that divisional round game went, but yeah. No, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Horny would be sending out Alvin Kamara as his gladiator. It's <laughs> a solid option. <laughs> uh. Hey, well, we've taken up plenty of your time. Uh, I know there's. A lot of games have already tipped off. Go watch some hockey, some basketball. Go Cuse. I think they tip off at eight. Yep, need them. Need, need them. those guys. Come on, boys. Like, <laughs> that's, I think it's the first time you've kind of put one of my picks in your lay. I took the, I, I had the spread, but you took money line, so it's a lot of pressure. Your here. pick today was Cuse? Yeah, I took the Cuse minus four. So Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, a lot of pressure that. tonight. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. We need it. Well, thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. I can't thank you thank enough, you. and uh, – Hopefully we'll see and uh, see a lot more of you here in the future. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Have thank a you. good one. You as well. All right. Nice. So now, I mean, to be let's be fair here. I, I had him on as a guest for my own good, my own goodwill here. I just really wanted to learn about. <laughs> I wanted to learn about his background. Yeah. Like as soon as I found Book at Sports and Trent and his stream and all of that, like I originally found him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I found those streams on TikTok. Um, I really just want to know like where this really all started, like where it came from, like why, how did, when did mm-hmm. it blow up, how did it blow up? So, right, now I know he really just took advantage of sports betting, be starting to slowly become legal in the United States. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. a gap in the market, and he filled it. And that's and that's, that's entrepreneuring one hundred and one. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he he absolutely nailed it because, I mean, I think he has over seventy two k followers on Twitter now. Uh, he he probably averages, he does average over two thousand viewers during the surgical streams on Twitch. And this is in the that's middle insane. of the day. These people are tuning in. If he like did this stuff oh, wow. in the evening, he'd have even more. This is in the middle of the day. Right. That's insane. Um, it's it's huge. Book at Sports and Trent and all that. It's huge. It's a big thing. And it's probably mm-hmm. like he said, he just got that deal with game day, uh game day yeah. done. 
it's just going to keep getting bigger. It's only been a couple months, he said. Like, since November is really when Book It Sports became a thing, like Book It with Trent. Right. Yeah. And they moved to, let see, they moved to Las Vegas a few months ago. But yeah, like, it's, it's insane that how, how quickly that's grown. And like, that just tells you how much of a void it was yeah. and how needed it was in the, you know, to be there. And yeah. It's great it really is insane. And that's how you know you succeeded when you have a community like he does and it got so big. I mean, I'm in the I'm yeah. in his Discord. And right. <laughs> I don't I have no <laughs> idea how many people uh, there's there's currently 1848 people online in the Discord. <laughs> wow. That's just in the Discord, like online. That's, right that's insane. <laughs> it's it really is. Just... Hey, what's up, Jay? I like sports. Hey, sports ain't bad. It's all right. Yeah, I saw Brandon come here and here. He says the greed always gets me. You know, that's something that I've had to learn, too. I mean, mm-hmm. because you put together, like, your three, four, five favorite plays, and you throw them all in a parlay, and then you put 10 bucks on it and see you could win, like, 150, 200 bucks. You're like, oh, my God. This is totally going to smack. I'm so confident in these picks. It's definitely going to smack. Right. And then there's always that one asshole team that just sells out on you. <laughs> It's like, how did they lose? Seriously, how did that one lose? Right. Like, that's how it goes every time. And I feel like that's something that I've I, I've had to, like, that's something that I do personally with this whole, you know, just getting into it with New York, with, you know, beginning becoming like, you know, legal in New York is like, you know, be able to accept that if you're putting like a ten dollar bet on it, you can you're okay to lose it, like you know, right. if you hit, you hit. Um, if you don't, then I don't know. I the way I see it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't meant to be, and um, like I, I know you do you do a lot of different sports right now, um, and I just and I just stick to and I tend to stick to just NFL. Um, you know, it's just the, it's the thing I know for more than think other things, but like, um, I think that's something you know just to be you know mindful of anyone who wants to get into it. Also, like. You know, just being able to accept that, you know, stick with, like, you know, like what Trent says, you know, stick with what you normally bet. Don't try to get greedy and, you know, drop more money and try to, do, like, and I, I, and I've done it before. I've done these crazy parlays that, you know, supposed to turn $15 into $800. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. I mean, it's, it's not bad. Like, you know, they invest, the, re- the return is great. And, um, you know, I think it was like a five, leg parlay i think i hit three out of five of them i was like well i was close so you're not really risking a lot with 15 bucks but you know the return is it's nice right what's up jordan welcome in how you doing have a day um donnie came in earlier and said plus 500 on kyler murray going to tampa (laughs) there's something weird going on with kyler murray and i do not know i don't have a single clue as to why i mean how many times have we seen a player delete their social media and like unfollow their team on social media and then it just goes nowhere like that is not a sign of anything it just means they're like upset they're throwing a tantrum most likely which for him for kyler murray is not out of the ordinary (laughs) makes sense (laughs) (laughs) like he's not the guy that's going to go out there and do like aaron Rodgers style stuff he's not going to go into the public and publicly say bad things about his team 
or like right. demand things that his team he's not gonna do that publicly he tried doing it quietly he deleted right. his cardinals posts he unfollowed cardinals social media that's his way of quietly saying like i'm upset with the team that doesn't mean he's going anywhere right like like yes this team is on the hot seat like a lot of people in this franchise right now like they need to they need to win but i don't think i don't think they're there this off season in my opinion no. No, I think Cliff yeah. Kingsbury could be in some trouble, but the fact that there's been no talk of it right now just tells me like, there's no way they're getting it's it. it we're way too deep into, we're not even into the off season, but usually if you're going to move on from a coach or a, like a massive player, like these conversations right. are already happening. Coaches have already been fired. There's right. no, there's, there's no way this is because it's like, look at, look at the 49ers. Like their season ended and they immediately were just like, Jimmy G's going to be gone. Like you can't, you can't trade him right now because we're not into that period yet. Right. Yeah. You got to wait till after the, it's not until like two weeks, I think before free agency, somewhere in that, that, that range there. But like, they already know they're doing that. They've had the right. conversations. All the other teams know it. Everyone is on board. So the 49ers, once that time period hits where they can start doing trading and free agency, they can hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals have not done that. Right. If they have not done that by now, it's not going to happen. So that's just my yeah. opinion. But whatever the odds are with Kyler Murray staying with the Cardinals, I'll empty my bank account on that. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught doing that this past weekend, though, because yeah. I made a lot of money on women's hockey. Mm-hmm. And then that one night, because I just do, I do like, I do 10 or 20 bucks on all my bets. 20 is my max. Yep. And like everyone was super confident in one of the one of the hockey games for the women. And I literally pulled fifty dollars out of my bank account to add to my account just to put that fifty on that game. Cause I was so confident it was gonna hit that I, I pulled out extra money to do it. And it didn't hit. Oh man. I learned a valuable lesson right there that you know I should have just put my normal ten on it, maybe twenty. And I would have mm-hmm. lost, you know, normal amount of money, but instead I lost fifty. Oh. So I learned a valuable lesson that day. It's always it's good, good to have those good times. So it's not great, but it's good to have those days. Yeah, it sucks when it happens, but guess what? It's called the silver lining, folks. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what a world we live in. That following un- unfollowing social media accounts is a statement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, he doesn't follow the Cardinals anywhere. Oh my God! <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, we have not yet been joined by our second guest. So, uh, no. just to go over to our Super Bowl predictions, are, are we still on Bengals right now? Yeah, I. Uh, Where's your I confidence level with the Bengals right now? They're like a fifty-one percent. And the Rams are forty nine percent. My, I, mean, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. Um, I think the biggest thing is the Rams are probably gonna get out, get a, a lead out early. Um, but the Bengals are second half team, right? That makes me want to lead to the bank, lead towards the Bengals because the Bengals are gonna make adjustments like they need to, and they're gonna figure out the Rams offense, and they're gonna be able to, you know catch back up and keep up with them is 
kind of where, where I, where, which is why I'm leading towards the Bengals. Um, actually, just McPherson. You know, they're gonna get they can get him within range, and he's gonna he's gonna sink that field goal. And I think that's uh, I think that's why I'm gonna stick with the Bengals here. I I just. Yeah, I don't think there's gonna be much of a story that'll be told in the first half. Like over, I I think it'll be an extremely right. low scoring first half, because even yeah. if the Rams do jump out to a lead, mm-hmm. it won't be that big of a lead. Like I could see virtually the same exact score that the uh, like the Chiefs had on the Bengals in the first half, but I don't right. think I don't even think even that much. I could see seventeen to six, the Bengals down in the first half. Okay, like I could I could see that. Yeah, and I think that's what will happen. But we just saw the Rams get out to a super slow start against the Niners. That is true. These teams come out slow. These offenses take a little bit to like kind of warm up. You know, get the yeah. gears going. So that's what I was kind of telling people. I haven't like been selling people on it because it's a while away still. But I said if you're gonna make a bet in the Super Bowl, like your first bet should probably be the under in the first half. I don't even know what it's at. I'm gonna go look. Right, and I know there. I saw something the other day that I can't remember. It was like insane odds. Um, if like you picked like who's leading each half, or who scores the most points in each half, and I was like. It was insane. Like, if you had like Rams and then, you know, tie in in the second half, it was like I want to say it was like plus five thousand or something. It was it was insane. Yeah, I mean they got odds for everything these days, especially the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. Uh, Horny says whoever scores the first and the second half will take the game. I, and this is where analytics come in. You know, whoever wins the coin toss at the beginning of the game and how they end the first half, and then whoever gets the ball to start the second half. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that always... Because look what happened with the Bengals and how they ended the first half. And then they came out. Like, that's such a momentum shift. So... Oh, yeah. I mean, so many... Everyone... This is why the Super Bowl is two weeks apart, you know, from the last game. (laughs) Because everyone just loves to see her and overthink every... Every right. little fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I, I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stick with the, the Bengals here to take it. I there's just that little bit of me that wants to take, say the Rams because like I want them like I want the Matthew Stafford you know feel good story. Like I mean, this, this the is dude. the conversation I've been having on TikTok because one of our videos went you know, on and off the field viral, you know, like mini viral. Uh-huh. I, I like to call it yeah. on and off the field viral. You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> viral I, to I, us. <laughs> yeah, it's viral to me, so leave us alone. <laughs> um, Like every, like all these comments come in and they're just like, yeah, I, I want this, this team to, I like, I want them, I want Matthew Stafford to get his ring. He deserves it for having to suffer with the Lions. But mm. Joe Burrow's been so elite. He deserves it. Like the Rams got Andrew Whitworth. He deserves it. OBJ, you know, Jalen Ramsey, but then this this young buck Bengals team has fought so hard to get to where they are and just a quick two year turnaround to make it to the Super Bowl. Right. Like the stories of this are so good. Oh yeah. 
And it's so hard. Oh. Is the last play of the game going to be a quarterback kneel? No is plus 170. <laughs> That's actually pretty oh. good because what if the last play of the game is like a Hail Mary to win it or like a last second field goal? Right. That's plus 170. That's pretty good deal. That's, that is pretty good, yeah. That's good value. Yeah. I might sprinkle that. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be a roughing the passer? We should this should have been the show. We should have run through these these props. <laughs> should we do that? We got time and Danon's not here. Yeah. Do you want to run through these props? Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, what kind of props we got? All right. Um I I, I kind of want to type them up. I'm gonna I'm gonna type at the same time. This is the, here, welcome to the rest of the show now, folks. Uh, our our guest is MIA, so we're gonna be doing prop bets for the Super Bowl. At least what I'm gonna go through what I see on my sports book. Okay. So if y'all have any others, please feel free to share. Um, we'll start with the obvious ones, uh, which I think are down here. So we got two for one deal here. So what is the the coin flip going to be? Heads or tails? Hmm. I would say tails. So we got tails for Fred. Um, you'd like so we had heads. What was the, the for the for the Chiefs games? We had heads. Because tails never fails heads, and then they called heads, and it was tails. I'm gonna take heads. All right. I think this just just based off of the games I watched, for some reason, or uh, that's not the right person. <laughs> I can't type right now. I'm trying to type and do this at the same time. Um, <laughs> well, the the next one is coin toss winner wins game or loses game. Coin toss winner. Whoever wins so that whoever coin, wins toss, the coin will they toss, win the game. Ooh. And feel free, feel free to play along in the comment section if you want. Yeah, obviously. for sure, guys. Please um, let us know what you, you what you're thinking. I'm gonna say wins the game. So whoever wins the coin toss wins the game. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? Because usually whoever wins the coin toss, you know, they decide the fate of the rest of the game, usually. Right. They they because you know the... you defer and then you start the ball the second half with the usually right. You, know, you can get like those back to back scores if you end the ball, end the half with the ball. Because that's what the mm-hmm. Chiefs tried to do, but they failed, obviously, as we know, against the Bengals. <laughs> which was like a big deal. So that's that's oh, the yeah. case where it didn't really pan out. But I mm-hmm. honestly most of the time I'm gonna say wins the game. Right. I like that. I do like that. Uh, just write it once. How's that sound? There but you go. Both. <laughs> All right, what's our next one? What do we got here? To do first offensive play of the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my um, other sports book as well because I think they'll have more options. Like the first offensive play of the game will be will be like a, a run or a pass. A uh, run, run is minus 145 and a pass is plus 115. I feel like it's it's always a run. Isn't it usually? You yeah. 
it's like always like a it's a set the tone kind of thing because they want to see how the line's gonna react on that first play. Now, if it was a Bills game, I would say a pass is a really good option because they they they'll run series of just passes. Um, yeah, they don't know how to run the ball really. <laughs> it depends yeah, on yeah, you know. But it's like the Bengals with Joe Mixon, and then the Rams got Cam Akers. Right. Like it just feels like their offenses run they 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 move off of the run game they're gonna start with the run either whoever gets the right. ball first and I, I don't think either team is gonna the Rams or Bengals are gonna want to be aggressive starting out because they're gonna want to have to they're gonna want to feel each other out first oh I have run play for both of us perfect uh horny says it's gonna be tails so he's on tails so he's with you um mm-hmm. and then he was also with us for wins the game uh my mother came in and said coin toss wins the game yes so it's, it'll be that'll be fun to watch See, doesn't that make it fun like it just the coin off. toss makes it fun now because you're like you could be, you could be betting on a, a the toss of a coin how stupid <laughs> um and then horny says pass he says it'll be a pass play come out aggressive with the pass i mean i think you have a better chance with a pass if it's the rams because I think right. with Joe Burrow, like second year Super Bowl, right? They're gonna like, they're gonna try to set up that play action pass. Yeah, they're gonna like come out conservative. Let's just get a handoff, and then we'll get we'll set something up for you. I right. think if it's the Rams, there is the possibility that they just come out and they're like, let's get Odell and Cooper Cup involved immediately. Like it's mm-hmm. just let's just get going. I could see right. that. But yeah. I think run is more likely. That's what the odds are saying too. Minus one forty five for a run play. Um. What color Gatorade? That's not even on this sports book, and I was looking for it, but I know that's a thing. So let's do the color, the color Gatorade. Of Gatorade. Yep, that's always a thing. Hmm. So I think I, I don't have it in front of me, but usually, you know, they got like <laughs> green, the white, usually it's orange. the lemon, the, yeah, the lemon, lime, green, the orange. There's red, blue, purple. Yep, purple. Yeah, I'm gonna pick blue. You like blue. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the blue on that one. We got blue for Fred. Um I I get this. I feel like and uh I'm I'm on yellow. Like that's the thing. Like when I think about this, yeah. Like for some reason yellow's just sticking out to me. Um uh, so I'm gonna go with like lemon lime or yellow, whatever that is. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's one of those things that you'll just never know. Like, <laughs> what are the odds on purple? Has anyone ever dumped purple? I know the C when the Seahawks on the Super Bowl, it was orange. I don't think I've like ever seen. I don't purple. know if I've ever seen purple. I think that usually is the highest. Lemon odds, li- though. the the yellow lemon lime whatever flavor. I feel like it's probably one of the more popular ones. That would make sense. That's a pretty common one. Uh, maybe they'll just dump chicken broth. It's not going to be cold enough. Yeah, they're they're in California. They'll be fine. <laughs> I think there's going to be a heat wave for anyone who's there before the game. Like the couple of days, the next couple of days, they're like in a heat watch. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Well, well, they're indoors too. So I mean, even if there was there was like snow or something weird, it wouldn't matter. All right. Um, yeah. I guess we got some. These ones are a little bit more. They're not as proppy, 
but they are Super Bowl props. Um, try and pick some fun ones. Will an onside kick be attempted? Hmm. I want to say no. I feel like that's pretty rare. I mean, you gotta yeah. be pretty bold to do an onside kick in the Super Bowl, anyways. No onside, yeah. I think we're gonna go right. no. How you don't even see it that often, just like in general these days. No. It's just so unlikely. Like it's usually just a desperation thing. And I don't think I don't think this game is gonna be so well lopsided that they're right. gonna need a desperation onside kick. Um, this is I feel like this is amazing odds. Like the odds on this, both the yes and the no are minus one fifteen, which is great odds. Like that's almost even money. Mm-hmm. And this is this is almost a lock. This is bizarre. Will there be a roughing the passer penalty? Oh, absolutely. Like I feel like this is something you got to drop your bankroll on. <laughs> I mean, like, like if it was Tom, if Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl, you'd be guaranteed. Oh my, oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> but like the amount of times Joe Burrow's probably going to get rocked in this game. Oh yeah. Like you just kind of feel like one of these, one of those times, like Aaron Donald's gonna land on him too hard, or Von Miller's gonna come around the head, around the side and hit him in the head. Something like that's right. gonna happen, and they're gonna throw the rough in the passer. But they they mm-hmm. always do stupid crap like that. I feel like this is free money. <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is the moment you get stuck, and you're like, I feel like this is free money, and you drop fifty dollars on it, and then it doesn't hit. <laughs> uh, what will happen first? I know we're running out of time, so we'll only pick like a few more here. So what happens first, a sack or a touchdown? Ooh, hmm. that's tough. I feel like sack is the probably the the more I think the more guaranteed. This the option. sack is because minus one forty. Because you could have like a couple series before a touchdown happens, but you could have, you know, two three sacks in those series. Right, especially if like the Bengals get the ball first, like right. Joe Burrow could go down in that first series for sure. Yep. So sack is the favorite. Touchdown is even money. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go sack. All right, let's um, let's let's do that one then. Let's do that as maybe our last one. Last play of the game to be a quarterback kneel. Um, no. I don't. I don't see that. I think someone's gonna have to be fighting to come back. I think it's either going to be it's a it's a last second field goal, or it's a hail mary. Yeah, like something something's going to happen on that last play. Like there's, I just have I just got this feeling the way that this season has gone, mm-hmm. you know, like this just the way that everything in the playoffs has played out. I just feel like there's something electric going to have to happen at the end of this game, and it's not going to be a kneel, right? And so, actually, no is plus one seventy. That's good value. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's that's like the last fun one I have. Nice. So, there's your, there's your uh, prop bets. Horny also says sack happens first, and then he, he also says no. I feel like QB kneels do happen more often than we think because we don't watch the end of games that are blowouts or people are taking knees all the time. Right. So it is. It is likely that, and, and we have seen I'm not it in it's the impossible. Play- and we and we have seen it in the playoffs. Yeah, because like if it, if you do do that hail mary, and it doesn't expire the clock, and the other team has like three seconds left, and they do just take a knee, and that yep. and that's what happens. 
So that is, I'm not going to put like my bankroll on no QB Neil, <laughs> but I do feel like that's good value to sprinkle like 10, 20 bucks at plus 170. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's good. There's good opportunity there. Um, but yeah, that's our show. We have to thank Trent for coming on again. Like just what a great, great interview with him to learn the history of book at sports. Mm-hmm. And so ever, if you're into sports betting or want to get into sports betting, that's, that's the place to start. You know, find Book It with Trent on Twitter, and then you can get like the Discord link. You can get download the app, Book It Sports, and then it, the community is just so great. Like they can really help you get started. Um, you can ask questions. You can figure out what teams to bet on. If you're just looking to tail some people, like follow some people's bets for a little while, I mean, go to the surgical streams on Twitter, on Twitch. It starts at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a great place to start if you want to just start getting looking. If, if you if you really want to start, like you're looking to start today, you can go sign up with BetUS. And yeah. uh, I can provide you a link if you want to start with BetUS. Any U.S. state can use BetUS for sports betting. Mm-hmm. So uh, just let me know. Hit me up, and we'll give you uh, we'll give you the link for that, and you get some free money along with it. Absolutely. So, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We hope you had a fun time. I know we had a fun time. Oh, yeah, we did. And, um, the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl this week. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's going to be so good. So I hope you all enjoy that, and we will see you next week. On and off the field.